Hello everyone, Professor Travis Took here, and in this recording I want to talk about January 8th Belt Promotion Ceremony. I thought it was an amazing event, and much like uh, the end of a great jiu-jitsu class, uh, can be valuable to review, recap, summarize what we learned uh, so that we can move forward with, um, you know, with better understanding. And I thought this particular graduation was um, was very special. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, share my thoughts on that and hopefully, um, you know, give you some perspective on, on what we can take away from an event like that. Um, in the beginning, honestly, I was pretty nervous about it. I don't, uh, I don't know if I seem like it or not when I'm out there talking, but I always get nervous before belt promotions because I, I just have this sort of natural fear that uh, it's, it's just not going to um, go as planned or something bad's going to happen or I'm going to make a big mistake or basically everything that has never happened uh, are all the fears that I have before belt promotions. So um, in the end, I'm always... Um, you know, first relieved and then uh, overwhelmed with uh, joy at how how great they are. Because every promotion is is amazing. Everyone's smiling, happy, and um, and it's a great event. Um, you know, a lot of the students were promoted. Everybody, um, you know, was happy. Everyone was cheering each other on. Didn't have as much time to. Uh, speak about each individual because we had some big promotions. We had um, now professor was before his coach Jay um, Lewis and John McCowan who received their black belt. So saved a little bit of time for them. And a couple of things that they said that stood out when Jay was receiving his black belt. Um, you know, we talked about how long it took him and kind of summarized his history in it. But I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Jay's a very high level security guard so it can be it's a very it works with, with some very um prestigious clients but uh it can be a it can be a dangerous line of work and it has been for him and he he mentioned briefly how um you know jiu-jitsu has helped him with that but i've talked to him about those situations and we don't hear you know too often about um you know jiu-jitsu being instrumental in self-defense because for the most part hopefully if you're living a you know a pretty good life you're not you don't have to deal with those encounters or you don't find yourself in those situations but his line of work requires that and you know now we have a few police officers same situation that they have to use their jujitsu um uh to handle a situation that can be very dangerous and and um, in that line of work, he's actually had to use it. So, you know, it was uh, it was pretty cool that he shared that. And when John McCowan received his black belt, similar, he talked about um, his history, how long he's been training, shared the story about starting in a garage, which, um, you know, reminds me of me starting, you know, the school in the garage. And and I thought he said, like, the perfect thing. Um, cause he talks about, you know, a lot of people ask, what's the, the hardest belt? Some people say, oh, it's, you know, purple belt or brown belt, because then you're trying to get your black belt or of course it's black belt. And, you know, everybody's got an opinion and everyone has a reason for the specifics of why one belt might be harder than the other. And he said, it's the white belt. And he wasn't talking about the fact that, you know, you, 
you get beat up the most at white belt or that's when you get smashed the most and you have to try to come back and figure it out. He said it was because he spent, uh, I think you said 33 years. I don't remember the age that he actually started, but he, but he spent, you know, most of his life not doing jujitsu, you know, for, you know, for, I'm sure the beginning years he didn't know about it. And then at one point he heard about it, but didn't do it. And he talked about how a lot of people say, um, everybody starts off as a white belt, but it's not really true. And he had a great point because you don't actually start as a white belt. You, you get a white belt, but you, the moment before you become involved, you're not a white belt. It's not like every stranger out on the street walking around is a white belt. They're a no belt. They, they don't have uh, any experience. They don't ha- yet have a team. They don't have a uniform. They don't have skills. They don't necessarily have the goal. And many times the biggest challenge is in taking that first step and deciding this is something I'm going to do. I'm going to train martial arts. I'm going to take my first jujitsu class in spite of the anxiety and uncertainty that I feel and have been feeling about it since the first time I thought of it. And, um, that was pretty powerful. You know, I think we've all been there. If you're listening to this, you probably are a student or maybe a parent of a student. Um, but you try to remember what it was like when you were considering it. It probably, you know, for many of us, it wasn't the easiest decision. There's, uh, there's some uncertainty in that decision. You don't know what it's going to be like. You don't know that it will be a positive experience. You don't know that the people are going to welcome you into their their home, their their academy. Um, and so I think that what I'm most proud of at the school is the atmosphere that that we've created. And that's from you guys, the students. You're very welcoming to new people. That doesn't mean that we're not trying to choke each other out and, you know, smash each other. It just means that we're only going to do that once we've built a rapport and respect for that teammate so that they know that they're in a safe zone and that there's mutual trust and respect uh, for everybody on the team. And so creating that atmosphere that can be very high level where black belts can prepare for high level world-class competition while welcoming brand new white belts who've never, you know, exercised a day in their life um, says something really special about about us as a team and you guys that that contribute to that positive energy. So, you know, thank you all for that. And I thought the way John talked about that was was super valuable. And and hopefully you'll uh, you know if you have a a friend or a family member who is considering doing jujitsu and they're nervous, you can share that concept and idea with them. You know, never be afraid to share your story. Uh, it's it's helpful. People will connect with the you know elements of your personality and your emotions and and how you make decisions with what they're going through, and it makes it easier for them to make better decisions. So, um, so you know, there it was a huge turnout. I think we had about eighty people on the mat just for the adults, not not even con- counting the kids, and. Um, and you know, what's been so cool is ever since then, 
all the classes have been pretty packed. Kids, adults, even the day the day classes are just as big as the evening classes sometimes. And um, and you know, I think part of that is the motivation of everybody getting their new promotion. Part of that is New Year's. You know, we all got our New Year's resolutions. We're excited. We have all that energy. And um, you know, one thing I I think I mentioned too at the at the graduation ceremony was to try to steal that energy, you know, from the room for yourself, try to take that excitement and that energy of, you know, the new promotion, um, every, all your teammates getting promoted, all that positive energy and, you know, use it as like gasoline that you're going to pour onto the flame of your own personal motivation and, 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 uh, and, and try to get into class and, and push yourself as hard as you can. Um, but then be prepared that, motivation will slowly fade and diminish and it's not because of you it's just because that is the nature of motivation there's no such thing as permanent ongoing sustainable motivation that functions at a very high level we're all emotional creatures and we're going to have highs and we're going to have lows and we're going to have days that we want to train, especially like you just got a stripe or you just got your new belt and you're like, yeah, I want to go break in my new blue belt tomorrow and every day for the rest of my life until I'm a 10th degree black belt. Um, but if you pay attention to any, anything uh, else that you've done in life, you know that nothing feels like that, right? Everything fades and Rather than letting that discourage you and think, well, that's, you know, I'm just no good. I give up. I'm not motivated. Um, Take a little comfort in knowing that nobody's permanently motivated and know that the only sustainable thing that you can rely upon is discipline. That means making the choice to do the thing that you need to do in order to take a small incremental step forward in progress, forward toward your goal. So I was um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and I basically said that there, you know, there's no individual day or class that's more important than another one. Belt promotion feels like a more important day because. Yeah, there's more energy in the room, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily uh, better in terms of your progress. And and you can actually make an argument in the other direction, say that the the class that makes the most difference is the one that you didn't want to come to that you showed up for anyway. And you pushed and you made yourself do it. And then at the end, you realize like, okay, it's okay. I, I can do it. I can push myself even when I don't feel like it because I have goals worth working toward in spite of how my motivation may fluctuate and I'm going to use discipline to stay on a schedule and continue to pursue the goal that I've set for myself and you need to write it down you need to be clear about what you want and you need to do the work day after day doesn't mean that every class is going to be great it doesn't mean that you're going to feel like 100% the best version of yourself every day. It's just knowing that every time you make the decision to come to class, in this case, and I'm, I'm talking about whatever it is that you, you know, you can fill in the blank for whatever goal you have that, that you want to improve upon. I'm talking about just your martial arts goals right now. 
But anything you want to get better at, you know, requires ongoing uh, weekly investment in that. And so for jujitsu, for example, you know, you got to come and you got to put in the time. And if you're motivated and feeling great and you got your promotion and it's New Year's and, you know, everybody you're excited. Well, that's actually pretty easy to come to class. It's the day that, you know, you're down, you had a bad day at work, you had a fight with your spouse, um, you didn't get the promotion that you wanted. When that's happening, that doesn't change your martial arts goal. It just means you had a crappy week of life. And the idea that you're going to uh, take off and not go to class is uh, the idea that that's somehow going to make things better. You understand that that's uh, that makes no sense, right? And I think everyone's been in the situation where you you made the choice to go to class in spite of how you felt, and then when class was over, you felt great, even if only temporarily. You patted yourself on the back, and you knew uh, that you were glad that you made the choice. You were happy. You were smiling. You're around friends. You're sweating. You're working. Maybe you tapped someone out. Maybe you got tapped out. That part didn't really matter. What mattered was you could walk off the mat with certainty that you were better than when you came in, and you're now closer to black belt than you were had you chosen to stay at home. So, and those are the days that you actually really get better because you're in a you're in somewhat of a weakened mental state when you have a bad day you know, in life and you choose to do something difficult like a jujitsu class and you choose to show up and you get through it and you push yourself and, you know, mid-class you're tired and you're sweating and you can barely breathe and all your problems outside have to take a back seat because you got to focus on getting through this challenge. And then when you get through it, you're armed with more tools to handle the other junk in life. So that's really the reason to do it. That's the reason to do it is because it makes you a better person, uh, all around. So remember that no class is more important than any other one. Some classes are going to feel more exciting, belt promotions and winning a big tournament. That's going to feel exciting, but it's all training for the next level that you are aspiring to reach. So that's all I got for today. I just wanted to share that with you. I wanted to congratulate you all again on your promotions. If you didn't, uh, earn your promotion yet, whether you've, maybe you've been out for a little bit, maybe, um, you just now started. Uh, it doesn't matter we can't, again, because it's, it's one class at a time. The promotions come, the wins come, the physical fitness levels and the success comes, but they come from the adding together class after class, day after day of putting in the work. And that's why built promotions are emotional. Right. If you if you earned a belt after three days, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be up there with tears in your eyes, feeling that sense of pride and accomplishment because it wouldn't really matter. You know, it takes a while and it takes a lot of work and sacrifice. uh, But when you get it, you wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. So keep working, keep putting in the time, keep showing up, keep giving the best attitude and effort that you can and be the best teammate that you can. And if you do that. You'll have no regrets and you will be forever grateful and happy that you took this journey as far as you could. So thank you guys for all the great energy and I will see you all in class.